Recorded live. Well, hey everybody, guess who it is? It's your girl Cotton. She's calling in to um she wanted to listen to some poetry tonight. You know, I haven't really been out there at any events or anything like that. But I did want to start bringing people onto my show because it's new and I want to have, you know, spit and flow. So spit and don't spit on nobody because it's nasty. But spit and flow. Show Cotton what you got, you know. And I'm and I'm a critic when it comes to these things because everybody's not good at what they do. Sometimes I have bad moments. I have bad days. I have bad performances that I always look back sometimes and say, ugh. I could have did better. But um you know, you just got to you just got to be ready. You got to always be ready. So t- right now what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to do something from somebody else's I'm going to do some poetry of somebody else's, <laughs> which I don't do very often, but it's just me. Um so let's see. I have a book in my hand that, an anthology that we put out last year with some really great writers and authors and some new to being an author, um, never published anything before. So this is, you know, I'm always excited about that kind of thing. And it's called Night's Playground, Noctorial Naughtiness. So we will be bringing Night's Playground uh, Morning Mischief this year. So get ready for that. Yes, we'll have different Arthurs in that. So be ready. Um, So I'm going to read something from that. And it's actually from my partner, GPA. You know, I love his work. So this is called Ten Minutes. Just so you know Night's Playground can be found on Amazon.com Night's Playground Yes Nocturial Naughtiness Okay Ten minutes Ten seconds to lock the door Fifteen seconds to unbuckle belt Fifteen seconds to pull down her leggings And pull thong to the side Twenty seconds to kiss Deeply. Five seconds to slowly enter. One minute to stroke slowly. Fifty-five seconds to talk provocatively. Ten seconds to tell someone knocking that the bathroom is occupied. <laughs> Five minutes of nonstop voracious thrusting while wrapping my belt around her neck. 50 seconds to remove myself and bury my face instead. One minute to gather ourselves, kiss passionately, and make sure coast is clear before exiting the bathroom of the bar. I just made that last word up. but <laughs> Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, there you go. So, you know, we're doing our thing tonight, y'all. <laughs> I have no words. I don't know why I picked that. It, it, I opened it, and it was on that. So I said, I'll, I'll read this. <laughs> you know, anything from GPA is absolutely amazing, so it doesn't matter what it is. But that made me blush a little bit, and I won't even tell you why. So there you go. Uh, 
Wow. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, again, go ahead, give me a call. The number here is 724-444-7444, and you can enter ID 138261. Tonight is Cotton... Conversations with Cotton, Spit and Flow. So call in and give me what you got. Um, it would, it, you know, great. To, it would be great to hear what you got going on, cause your girl want to know. I mean, if you got something for me, now I'm, I'm telling you, don't act. I've had people come in my inbox and say, "Hey, Cotton, I need to, do, <laughs> I need to tell me what you think of this poem," and I'm like. Okay, and I'm really not the girl or the lady, I should say, who, like, you know, I don't like to read a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to that because I read enough all day at work and I talk enough all day at work. It's my job. So when it comes to the people in box, so I did. So I said, okay, I'll do it, you know, because I'm, I'm also the person who don't mind, you know, giving my feedback if you ask me. Otherwise, I'm not, I'm quiet. About it So a couple people do that And a couple people got mad at me Because I didn't say what they wanted me What they wanted to hear And I'm just not that girl I'm not going to I don't like telling somebody That their stuff is good When it's really not I try to find something else to say But when you ask me What do I think? And you're giving it to me. Like, literally, like, people will call me to want me to hear it. And if I'm listening to you, and you're not giving it to me the way you would if you were on stage or something, I'm, I'm disinterested. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm totally disinterested. And I, you'll lose me because I, I think I got, I think I got ADD or something. I don't know. But I don't. You know, you you gotta you gotta bring the hotness when you're trying to talk to Cotton about some poetry or, you know, business. You gotta keep my you gotta keep me focused because I start thinking about some other stuff. You're like, hmm, I wonder if I gotta pay that bill tomorrow. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I think I need my nails done. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just being totally honest. So if you got something, you want to bring it. You want me to hear it. You want to share it. I won't, I promise, unless you ask me, I won't give you my feedback. That's it. I mean, I won't I won't be brutal, like, you know, I'm not I'm not heartless. I'm not that lady. That's just mean cotton. <laughs> but, you know, this is me. So uh I think we have Somebody on my line I think I got one or two people on my line But um, If you want to Give me something Please let me know That you are interested in Sharing a piece or two or something But if you're not You know My name is Cotton Campbell Softest voice in poetry I am poetry author of the year I have been awarded that Finally After all the hard work I've put in (laughs) So I can keep going because I've got bunch of bunch of stuff. I got my stuff. I got other people's stuff that I can do. You know, I, but I really I'd rather hear from you guys tonight. I think that that would be really cool because I don't like I said I don't always get out to the different events because there's so many, and sometimes it's the same old stuff. I don't want to hear that. 
I want to hear some other. I want to hear some other stuff. And I, if I'm gonna hear the same stuff, I might as well hear it from the comfort of my own home. How about that? So, I have another. I have actually. I'm gonna do another poem out of the same book. Night's playground, nocturnal naughtiness. We're gonna do something out of that, and it's it's titled and it's by me, and it's titled His Playground. You know, I, I like spicy stuff. Too. I like a lot of different stuff, but I'm just doing some little spice because it's Friday night. I ain't had no Moscato yet, so here we go. I need you on top of me. Heavy breathing, alcohol-tasting, tongue-sucking the life from all parts of my body. Different places rising, raising the stakes to see who will last the longest. This isn't lovemaking. This is sex at its best. Role-play, foreplay. We deserve an Oscar for what's about to take place. Fingers touching my insides. I'm touching myself because I know it makes you rise. Inserting fingers into your mouth. How do I taste? Do you like it? My tongue goes in after my own flavor combined with yours. This is an arousing sensation, sexual temptation. Your mouth devours my breast. Finally. I'm overly excited. I'm in love with your sucking, your sucking, your sucking, your swirling tongue tasting. In this moment, I don't care about respect. Put it in my mouth. Stretch him out, up and down, in and out, back and forth. Come in the back door, but be gentle. Get in the 69 position. This is not a request. This is a demand. This is my mission to combine my flavor with yours. It's yours. It's yours. I belong to you. Sweat dripping from body's movement, not stopping. I'm feeling a little dizzy. Wait, wait. See? Your playground is the only place I want to be, softly spoken. Woo! If I could, if I could like do this hand clap thing, I would, because I really like that poem that I wrote uh, about me. No, not really, but yeah, I like that poem. <laughs> I like that poem. It's one of my favorites, actually. So, uh, <laughs> you know. It's it's good, it's good, it's good I like to do the sensual, sexy stuff I'm not too much of a political type of poet However, I have written some stuff that I know I'm going to cause some people to get to talking I know I'm going to cause some people to be pissed off at me And I don't care because I'm that kind of lady I'm that kind of poet where I don't care, whatever. I don't care. So uh, let's see what else we got going on right now. You know what? I have a co-host who's supposed to be on the show with me. And I'm just going to tell you, he's more than fashionably late. He is late, late, late. He messaged me like an hour ago, so I've been up preparing to get ready for the show, and he ain't even here. So we gonna have a we gonna have a heart to heart talk about coming on Cotton Show on time, 
you know, because the show is only an hour. I didn't want to do more than an hour for Spit and Flow. I wanted to be able to um, to uh, see what kind of, you know, people we were going to get to call in. I don't. I think two hours is just too long to be on a call listening to people do poetry all night. <laughs> I mean, but you don't have to do poetry. You can sing if you have a song you want, because I like to sing. You can call in and sing something. You, if you want to play the drums for like a minute or two and let us hear it, you you know if you want to juggle, even though we can't see you. I mean, it's, it's doing your thing. Whatever it is you want to do. If you're an author and you write novels, if you want to read from your novel, this is that. This is what this show is about. So I would love to hear from someone else besides myself. You know, so let's let's. Let your people know to call in. Cotton's not as mean as people say she is. I'm, I'm soft spoken, but I'm, I'm loving too. Let's, I'm, I'm a loving person too. I can, I can't go there with you though. You piss me off, and there might be a whole, whole other thing going on. <laughs> let's hope, let's hope that my co-host calls in pretty soon, uh-huh. so y'all don't have to listen to me for another. 40 minutes. Yakety, yak, 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 yak. Let's see how this works out. Do we have OM1 on the line? Because I didn't mute anybody. Yes, you do. It's about darn time. You must have heard me (laughs) talking about you. (laughs) Yes, I did. Yes. I was like, now where OM1 at? He know he's supposed to be on this call uh, with Cotton, so Cotton don't have to do all the poetry. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Well, how are you? Because I haven't talked to you in a minute. Oh, uh, let me tell you, man, I, I can say I'm breathing again. Uh, got me some oxygen. Uh, just finally got the uh, backdraft of uh, my book. So I'm like, you know, getting those poems in order so, you know, everything goes together. Um, you know, cover's done. That cover's almost finito. Uh, just trying to go through the process, you know, be a big dog like, you know, the 2015 Poetry Author of the Year, Cotton Campbell. So, you know, I just got some big shoes to fill. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one, but okay, we'll go with that. You know, cotton, cotton, you can definitely go with that. I don't, I don't know about the shoes. I wear size ten. <laughs> I told you, I cut my toenails. I might be able to fit. You know. <laughs> you know, so I, I would love to get you to um, do something for us. Uh, yes, man. Yes, man. Uh, I know. I know you. I already know you got something, so I'm not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. I I'll give you a a piece of my mind, uh, and then maybe I'll grab a little piece out of my uh out of my repertoire for like a little sneak peek, uh, and see what you think. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, P.S. Because you do owe me a forward, you know, and I do need that. So, uh, I do, I do. I'm going. I'm definitely going to get that. We, we'll talk about that. Sorry, you tell me what it is I'm doing, what you need. Indeed. So yeah, uh, 
I give you just a little, just a little piece of who I am. They call me O'Shawn Malik. What a combination to complete when you speak in lyrics that you cannot even understand or manifest the physique. I stand at six foot one, no tons of fun. My fat is very minimum, remedial. Numbers can't even speak as I squeak sliding down halls doing a Detroit Mr. Smooth move. I'm just so mellow. I try to stay in rhythm on groove, more pivotal than point because a point is on a pencil as an ink pen holds a ball, but not two. I'm the dick, the arithmetic that you can't add, plus, or subtract. I kick back on days that others slack because mentally it's all about being easy. My hair is curly, not peasy, but I cut it off because I'm as soft as a playoff game, no foul. I move my bowels normally because I have to regurgitate. Maybe if I fart, I might hesitate with the word. <laughs> Cough, be absurd, more flamboyant. I'm just here like the anointment as when you go to church at first and you pray and ask every day for strength, wisdom, forgiveness. Me, I'm just omnipotent, and I try to stay as well and represent. My name is Oshama Malik. Thank you, Scott. Right, all right, all right. Look at you. You know, we still we still work we still trying to figure out how to get this C D done that you you know. Like I we need to get it promoted or you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you yeah. need to have that C D promoted. You're putting out a book now, right? Yeah. So yeah. we need to now get the C D pushed as well. So now you got the book yeah. That's coming, and you have the CD, and the CD is fire. I like the CD, because, you know, I, I've heard it. So I, my wheel's been turning on top of everything with uh, trying to figure out how we can get that promoted. So we definitely want to have copies when you come down to Poetry's Love Letter in November so that, you know, you can, you know what I'm saying, show off what you got. Yeah, I'm sitting here on the set of uh, Chicago PD, you know, doing my acting thing. You know, that's why they call me Slash Gordon, you know, Slash this, <laughs> Slash that, Slash that. So we're sitting here. We're just about done, I guess. I saw your post. Yeah. You know, I wanted to call it Show Love, my tag team partner, the reigning 2015 mm-hmm. National Poetry Awards, Poetry Author of the Year, you know. Uh, we'll be in Milwaukee tomorrow um, for the author extravaganza. Milwaukee, you're not ready. You're not ready. So I just want yeah. to come in and show love, um, maybe do something. I don't know, do a poem. I don't know. I'm sure hoping you will. Yeah. Um, I, I got something new. So it, 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 this is new. This is from uh, Angelica's box. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Teach me. 
show me how to touch you, and I promise that I'll never, ever forget. Do you like kisses chastely upon your cheek, on your forehead, just so you know that I respect you? Do you like the kisses where your lips part and our tongues do a hypnotic tangle, exchanging abuses that come from them? Do you like them upon your neck, the nape? Is there a spot there that I can find and give initiation to your arousal? So teach me, show me how to touch you. And I'll never, ever forget. Do you like them held? Do you like them pulled aggressively? Do you like the tip of your nipples in between my teeth that I leave bite marks that only you will know are there and possibly see? Do you like them one at a time? Dawn, do you like them both? I'm pretty adept at that. Teach me. Show me how to touch you, and I'll never, ever forget. Do you like to trace your fingers? Wait, take my fingers and show me how you trace your fingers when you're on your alone time. Do you use just one or there are two? Do you go in circles of geometric shapes? Do you insert a thumb every now and then? Do you touch the little man in the boat at the top of his head? Show me. I learn very well. I follow instructions. Do you ball up and go deep inside and cause to open up wider? Tell me what you do. Teach me. Show me how to touch you. And I promise I'll never forget you. Do you like your chin grab? Do you like a little bit of asphyxiation with my hand around your throat or perhaps something else? Do you like bite marks left on your neck? Do you like your hair pulled and you all the way back and your back of your head is touching your back? Do you like your ass smack? Do you like arms all around you, gripping you, crushing you? Do you like it slow? Do you like it fast? Do you like it alternating? Does the smack of your ass reverberate in your ear turn you on? Do you like it standing? Do you like it on your side? Teach me. Show me. How to touch you. Teach me. Show me. How to touch you. Teach me. Show me how to touch you. And I promise you, I'll never ever forget my poem. Well, now, now, well, I was outside, and uh, wait, and so I met a cool, I met a cool chick on a uh, set. Uh, my buddy Bridget, she's in a car. She's got an iPhone. So I couldn't let her hit her. She, 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 she's married. She's newly married and stuff. So I couldn't really, so I had to turn away from her. So she couldn't hear that poem. You know, maybe she heard a little bit, but she couldn't hear that poem. You know, because, you know, I'm a gentleman. Y'all know that. Y'all know how I, y'all know how I roll. But, uh, yeah, that's just new stuff from my Angelica's box that'll be coming out uh, December 1st. It's just, you know, going back to the blueprint. Uh, part of the blueprint of what I do, uh, Mr. Orgasm and all that. So, you know, that thing. Wow. All I'm saying is teach. You hear that, fellas, wow. ladies? 
The man said, <laughs> teach me. Wow. Yes. You know, you, you know, people don't say that anymore. So that is one of those poems that, you know, you go home and think, you'll be like, baby, can you teach me how to? Right. I mean, the whole premise behind it is the thing between men and women, you got to communicate. So if you're intimate and sexual, you want to know, you want to know what your partner likes, enjoys. And the only way you can know that is to find out, ask. Do the experiment, of course, but you, you want to ask, tell me what it is that you, that you like or what are you opposed to or whatever. And I can navigate that way. So that, that's just the thing. It's just, it's just it's realistic sensuality. A lot of a lot of people do, um, like, this erotica, and they tell you, oh, I'm a... I'm going I'm to I'm lick you and the buildings are going to fall down. Like, no, no, they're not. They're not going to do that. But I can, I, can, I can, but they tell you that, though. They do. You hear some of the, you hear some of the stuff like that. They say, oh, I'm going to do it to you so well that um, um, the skies don't part. Some stupid stuff like that. It's like, no, it's not. But you can tell us, you can, you can say that I'm going to put something on your mind. So if this is Friday night, Monday morning, while you're sitting at work, you'll be tapping You'll be your legs across your legs like a grasshopper, and you'll be thinking about me. You know, <laughs> you look at the screen and that, that sort of stuff. It's got to be realistic, you know, because women aren't going for that. Women aren't dumb. They aren't going for that. Oh my God, it sounds sensational. Like oh my God, this woman isn't going for that. She wants realistic. So we well we is. know who you are, GPA. Yeah, well, the 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 women the the rousing man who arouses every woman in America. Uh, I won't go that far. Okay, maybe maybe you're right about that. <laughs> I'm not good at modesty. Have you charged no, your phone? No, not at all. <laughs> that is GPA. Everybody, my poetry partner. Yeah, uh, out to everybody tuning in. Make sure y'all turn in every Friday, man. You know, a couple of these shows we're gonna be doing on the road because you know we. And it's about to get serious for our team in the next coming months. We'll be on the road a lot of these Fridays. So, you know, it's going to be doing the thing on the road or for some five-star hotel. Y- y'all know how we do. Man, you know how we roll. How we roll, man. Except last week we was in the Best Western. But it was chill. But, wait. So we're going to the hotel. We're going to the hotel. And Cotton says, hey, this is in the Western. I said, man. Man. I said, man. man, it's that's Louisville. Happens, that's what happens when you get spoiled. I was like, this ain't the West, the W or the West Bend. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so it's good. I, 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 and real quick, and excuse me, I don't mean no offense. Who, who was that? Who was the gentleman that was on before me? Oh, that's only one. I thought so. I thought so. I was sitting there thinking like. Wait a minute, I was like, that voice sounds real familiar, but you know, you don't want to blurt something out and be like, oh man, that's my man on one. And then they'd be yeah. like, no, that's not me. I'd be like, oh, my bad, dude. You sound nah. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Yo, baby, look, you know, you had me over here. I had, to, I had to take the headphone off for a minute. I said, damn. You know, it got me on the other phone trying to call home. Hey, hey, you listening to this shit? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey man, you know, I just. Hey man, I had to, I had to, I had to come. Do, I'm standing outside, man. You know, I'm in, I'm in the greatest city in the world, man, Chicago, and uh, I'm standing outside, man. I'm downtown, I'm downtown, getting right. paid to come out here, and uh, it's, it's wonderful <laughs> out here. I mean, it's wonderful outside, 
So, yes, you know, um, so I just felt like sharing something new. It's good to hear you, brother. Can't wait to see you in November when you come to Poetry's Love Letter and oh, tear it man. down. And they yes, got a sir. great bar across the street. Oh, my God. So, you know, uh, it's going to be a great time. Yes, sir. Oh, so be, be ready time. for that. That's, that's his heads up. So yeah, be ready. That's a great we bar across the street. We'll be there oh, like morning. So be man, ready. we sit there and just kick it. So, hey, I, I ain't got no, I ain't got no courtesy. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't got no courtesy, beloved. You know what I'm saying? We need to be in a holding. Be be ready to drink your life away when you hang out with us on that night. Oh, wait a minute. Blame it on me. So listen, uh, I'm finna. uh, Wait a minute. You know what? Let me let me do this. I got I got a quick one. This is quick. This is quick. Okay. And I think I'm gonna do this tomorrow at, in Milwaukee. So this is quick. Uh-oh. Now she wanna walk fast. Wait. So we were supposed to be back in Holden. They told us since they weren't using us, we were supposed to be in Holden. So this one is charging freaking phone. And I'm like, hey, we need to go on back. She's like, I was waiting on you to finish the thing. I was talking. I did. Said, man, I'm telling. You. I'm telling. You. It's crazy. Hold on, I'm going back inside. One second, y'all. Bear with me. So yeah, um, we headed to Milwaukee. Uh. Do our thing tomorrow. I think they find some people out. We actually, we're not done. Here's the thing. Okay, anybody who knows me knows I'm a notorious trick all artist. So, like, if I'm supposed to be doing one thing, I'm doing something else. And that's the case right now. We're supposed to be in here doing us. So, and we're doing us. And we're not. And so we're heading back in. Okay, guys. Well, he's in the car. Nobody's watching us. We're unsupervised. <laughs> this is the life. This is the life. EPA okay. is wilding, y'all. Just so y'all know, he be. Shouts out to everybody out there. Shouts out to everybody out there in TV land. And uh, make sure y'all <laughs> tune in next week on Empire. Uh, I play a bailiff this week, so I'll be in this shot. Y'all won't be able to miss my black this time. People just tell me People are like, I can't see you. Like, what the hell? Okay, which doors are we supposed to be in now? They locked us out. Okay, no, right So earlier I read something from your, I read from Knight's Playground, Noctorial Naughtiness. So y'all missed that because y'all be playing around. Black folks can't get to, you got the phone in your hand and you can't even dial in on time. What is that about? Like, Come on. <laughs> you don't show up for nothing on time unless it's say free on Fridays before nine. <laughs> who, 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 don't, who don't show up for nothing on time? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No. And then I read his playground, which is one of my favorites. Um, and I'll probably read it again because I, I see we have some new people on the line, and I know they haven't heard this because I have not. I don't think I've performed this anywhere. So. When GPA yeah. is done, because I know he is pressed for time right now, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna so I'll much, do that again. I stay on so much uh, nonsense, though. I stay on so much nonsense. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, stay, we ain't gonna, I do. We ain't gonna bust you out. <laughs> Go ahead. You, you about to do your, you about to do your piece, your poem? Most electrifying. Womanizer, storyteller, actor, Arthur, 
poet. He got like a whole bunch of titles, y'all. Host. Oh, oh man. Yes, I'm just really chilling. I'm listening to the adventures in GPA. Yeah, we we waiting on GPA. That's what we waiting on. All right, on. here we go. Hold on, I had to go in the bathroom real quick. Hold on. Here I am, right now. This is called, this is something new, and I created it. I was sitting there chilling one day, and I was like, man, it's like you need a 90-second poem for um for verses and flow. So I was like, ah. Right. So I came up with this. This is called The Vow. <clears throat> I was lost and wayward until God put you in my path. I must be honest. So... I'm so focused on you with my affection that the affection is somewhat similar to seclusion as if your mind, spirit, heart, and body were homes inside a community that was just homage. We were both prone to mistakes. It's part of our human frailty. It's the way God created us. So in our imperfection, let's search for perfection and resolution to all, all situations and never to disparage or admonish. I want to place this ring on your finger. I want to jump the broom. I want to walk down the aisle. I want to get hitched. So long as we live happily ever after and not one day, not one moment in that one day do we ever feel like we are in bondage. With my right hand to the Almighty, my left hand upon your heart, tear-stained cheeks and a smile across my face that's similar to Kool-Aid, I will provide for you, protect you keep you happy, be happy by you, excite you, be excited by you, get enlightenment from you and hopefully reciprocate that enlightenment. And this, I promise, my poem. Promise, the vow. I like that Mm. one. That's one of my favorites, Mm. too, because women can listen to that. And that's something that, you know, sometimes men don't think about or they do think about, but they're afraid to take that leap because y'all got a different aspect on, on marriage than most women do. So we let y'all, but so to hear that coming from uh, a man and you're doing it in, a, in such a poetic form is absolutely great. That the you. day will come when a man will say that to me, just like that. You don't have to get your book. You don't have to get, you have to get your book. Amen. Or, or the CD to do it. I don't know. Right. No comment. <laughs> I love the piece though, my man. I ain't gonna comment like Cotton, you know. Um, I got one of them joints, homie. So yeah, uh, I just tell you, um, that was that was that was something I was I wish I could have had. Uh, at my ceremony, made me cry some, you know, grab it by the hand and squeeze it real hard. Like, did you hear what he said? So yes, sir. You know, very, uh, very moving. You know, what I'm saying, but yeah. Yeah, I, yeah was, it, it, if even one of y'all get married, right, you know, just invite me. I ain't got to perform unless you want me to, and I promise to keep my shirt on. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yes, <laughs> we will need you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get married before GPA because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. We might get married at the same time, but like, hey. There you are. I do a poem at his wedding, and he can do the the vowel in mine. Whatever. Like yes. I'm gonna uh, come back <laughs> in my situation. Y'all be good. Oh man. So 
What made you write that? I know. Wait a minute. I know this is an interview about you, but what made you write that? Like, really? Um, it's a well-known fact that I am a romantic. You know, I'm a throwback romantic. I'm, you know, I believe in um, intimacy. Uh, you know, and I always say, I always let people know intimacy is diametrically opposed to um, sexual. There's two, two different concepts. So, um, you know, something you want to say to a woman. You want to let a woman know that I'm, you know, this is how I feel. You want to be able to say that. Yeah. And I just figured that, I just figured that right. would be something to say. You know, nice. that's how I wrote it. I like that. So you didn't. So so first is you. She teaching you. Then after she teach you, you are gonna propose to her. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> Man, that's we true. gotta. We this, that, those are hits right there. Those are the hits. Those are the. We're gonna put those on the single. Those are gonna be the singles that we give out to people to right. make them wanna buy the CD. Right. Hey, look, I'm, yes. I'm taking. So just taking notice that, please. I'm taking notes. Right, right. Like, get ready, y'all. Get ready. <laughs> on and popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I know ma'am. you got something for me. I know you do. Uh, you know I do, right? Now, you know, GPA. You know what I mean? He do, you know what I mean? How do you, how do you get on? Right. It is tough trying to go. I always tell people, don't, don't put me behind GPA. I don't want to do that. I don't you know don't put me behind him because that's not. Let me just go first. So I can get it on out the way because after y'all hear him, you ain't gonna want to hear nobody else. <laughs> like who else do you want to hear after you heard GPA? Whatever. Yeah, look, you know, I mean, look, um, you know, I mean, because I'm here all night, so I'm not even gonna do the one from my book yet. It'll be the. It should be the first poem in my book, you know, because my poetry book uh, title is uh, the Menage Trois Poetry by Ocean. I just think it's something everybody needs to, you know, dig their hands into. If they like poetry, uh, they like uh, how I speak and uh, some of the things that I ponder, they'll really dig this book. Uh, some of my major teams are writing these poems. So, you know, I'm just trying to share it with the world right now, share it with the world. You know what I mean? Cotton, like you. That's all. This time we like you. You know, GBA got his books out there, but, you know, you just you, you hot right now. But you know, I'm trying to stay up in in the, in the warm thermometer. You know, I don't need no cold water right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just to give y'all a snippet, a secret. Uh, Team GPA did get recognized in my book. I just want to thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that's such a great honor. That came from my piece. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Anybody can eat pussy, but can you suck a dick? So, you know, you guys, that was the last poem that I put in my book. Uh, so, next to the menage, they told why the menage twice. Oh, man. Uh, I have to thank you guys for that. You know what I'm saying? Letting me get nice. Oh. Thank you. So, um,. So, uh, I'm, Cotton, are you waiting for me, Cotton? Are you, are you waiting yes, for me, I'm waiting Cotton? on the man. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, let me see. I just don't know where to start it. All right, let's see. Uh, All right, Cotton. 
one of those things where I did I wasn't I was raised a certain way. I wasn't raised to be prejudiced. I wasn't raised to be racist. And I wasn't raised in an environment where I was being uh, where where I was worried about people being racist against me. You know, my friends were black, white, Mexican, Asian, you know, those were my friends. And even yeah. as I got older, like I I've, I've experienced some racism towards well, not towards me, but towards my mom, and I went ballistic. I I was out two two steps from punching a lady in her mouth because she spoke <laughs> to my mother just very disrespectfully, and it was a racist remark. And yeah. I went in, you know, a little soft spoken came out of that for just a I'll few moments. You mess with my mama, or my kids, or my man, or anybody else in my family. That softness goes away. Like, who, wait, Wendy, I'm sorry. What happened to this? Yeah, she left. She left the building. <laughs> you better hope she come back. Jesus, come get her. <laughs> hey, look, bring I, her I got back. you. Please bring her back. <laughs> so instead, I just, because I, I, I'm in the city, you know, in Chicago, and that's a lot of what people talk about here. So about race and stuff like that. And I just, I don't know, I just get tired of hearing Black this, black that. Everything is not about somebody being racist. I mean, I think, in my opinion, this is my opinion. I think a lot of us, as a black people, are more racist against our own. We treat each other horribly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. So you always talking about you don't want the outside people treating us horribly, but we treat each other horribly. So I don't know what you want them to do. You know. I mean, you don't. Hispanics don't do that. Asian people don't do that. I mean, it's. I mean, they do, but it's 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 more likely in our in our race than it is in any other race. It happens in I think every race, but it's just more it's more of it in our own than it is outside. Because you know we're the dominating race. We don't we don't always act like the dominating race. You know what I mean? Like we over everything. Anything we put our hands on. We make it go. So a lot of these, a lot of these designers, and you wouldn't even know, you wouldn't even know, right? Because we make them go. Like, oh yeah. But that's just no loyalty. No loyalty. Just, just cotton talking. Don't pay me no mind. I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so, agree with, I agree with you. I wrote I this because I was feeling a certain kind of way. Right. So, if I flub it or anything like that. So here we go. I'm tired of listening to you talk about it's race-related. Everything isn't discrimination unless you're talking about how you discriminated against your own kind, me. So retract your racist statements, rewind your racist mind, and start over. Race this and race that, everything isn't white against black, always thinking you're under attack when the truth is you're making excuses and you're the very ones abusing the system and misusing your sister when you should be refusing to lose in this. Your goal should be to win instead of joining in on the killing, then blaming society, acting like you've ever had to bypass a fountain no matter what your thirst is, forced off to get off a bus no matter how bad your feet hurt because they said you can't ride, stripping you of your pride. See, 
Your reason for failure is no longer valid. My grandmother told me the stories of how she picked cotton, how she couldn't drink from a water fountain, see it red, white only. She is the reason I stand here before you, strong, proud, and free. The only papers on me come from matrimony. Willie Lynch continues to exist because you let him live. Why haven't you killed him, let him die, execute him the way they did Emmett Till? Instead, you continue to use the past as your excuse to lose. You should be thankful for the freedom to speak without losing your teeth or found dead in the streets. See, these days, blacks are the only ones killing. Most of our race looks like that's the race you want to remake, the win you want to get a trophy in how many black people you can continue to kill. I hear you talking about how the other race is against us, but what are you doing to protect us? Martin Luther King raised up for us, but we sat down, forgetting about love, strength, and power that belongs to us, black, white, or other, who do I trust? God pretending to be an activist when you never lifted a finger to support your own. Forgive me, but I'm angry. When do you start loving us more than you hate the others? If black lives matter so much, why aren't we doing? Why aren't we doing more to put down the guns and love us? Softly spoken. That's my yeah. that's political poem. Yeah. <laughs> I've written I've written some other ones. I just don't do political poetry. It's not my thing. But that one I actually like because it talks about a lot of different, like I go down the list of some things, you know. So yeah. that's I my see. political piece. What do you think? Yeah. I dug it. I dug oh. it all the way out. <laughs> Went to over the top. Yes, let me explain, right, um, you have a way with words, uh, like in Aretha Franklin. Uh, like, you know, it's funny because I call GPA like the Teddy Pendergrass of poetry um, because, you know, it's like he means it. You know, he means it. And, and, and when you, oh, man, you let it go. Like, you, you, I'll be, like, waiting, like, come on, girl, get hot. Like, I, I you know, I'm also a fan of your work, um, uh, just saying you're in Kansas City for what, Seven years I was in Kansas City, uh, five of those seven, we've met seen each other, what, three, four, maybe five times on and off. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I've always been a fan of your performances, you know, like, ooh, like a girlfriend, like, you know, you know, no, I'm not bisexual or anything, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, but I am <laughs> yeah. straight up strong on Cotton's work, real talk. He is not. He is not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's not a good <laughs> So I said, I said I was going to be a little more open with listening to um, political poetry, but I just don't I think some of it I just don't really care for a whole lot of because unless you're one of those people who are doing something to support our or, you know, I mean, because you can't hate the other race more than you hate your own people. Right, right. No, and I think, like, I, I made a post today about women talking about, I'm a strong black woman, I don't need a man. Like, what is that statement about? Like, really? Like, you can't, we can't tell you black from looking at you? 
You ain't. We don't. We don't know. We don't know that. <laughs> like I said, like a lot of my pieces and too, as I'm sure a lot of people's, I do them because I'm sending a message, and I actually want you to actually pay attention. And it's about building better relationships, which a lot of us don't have. So when I when I mention the, when I mention the thing about. How crazy is it for you to say, I'm a strong black woman, I don't need a man? Well, you had to need a man at some point because that's how you got here. She didn't do it on her own. Sperm had to come from somewhere. Even if it was a sperm donor, the sperm had to come Mm -hmm. from somewhere, which had to be a man. So there you go. However, with that being said, it's a slap in God's face, and it's a direct slap at the man that you're dealing with or the man that you plan to deal with for you to say you don't need a man or that you're a strong black woman. Anybody, a, a, a truly strong black woman, she never has to announce that because you will see it in the way she handles her man and the way she handles her kids, the way she handles her affairs, the way she handles her business, the way she takes care of her home. That's how you see what a strong black woman looks like, and she'll never have to say those words because you'll know. It's like a it's like a person who is God fearing, a, a godly woman. You can see that she don't have to say, "I'm a God fearing woman," and I don't play that. She don't have to do that every five minutes. She don't have to tell you that because you know. Right. You know, so I like doing that type of poetry. You know, <laughs> to. Get people's attention I'm not big on political Although I probably will learn that piece Because I like it that much Right Yes, yes You know I'm queen of seduction I don't know how far I can get away from that You know, the lady of love (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah But we are winding down On our show You know, our show is only an hour Right now, because I want to build up the fan base, I don't want to be on here doing all of the poetry. I would love to hear from some of our other poet people or some of our other people who may have something to say, even if it's not necessarily a poem. It is this this every um, the last Friday of the month is spit and flow. But if you have something else you want to say to Cotton or to OM One, please call in during this hour. And do so. We can. We don't mind chatting a little bit, you know. As you can see, GPA came on and he did his thing. So get ready for Angelica's box because that's coming. Uh, OM1 yeah. has a new book that's going to be coming out soon. What's the title of the book again? The Menage Trois of Poetry by Ocean. Oh, oh my gosh. These two, Menage Trois, Angelica. Angelica's box Angelica's box is supposed to be like Pandora's box, but it's Angela. I don't know who Angelica is. I- I've never met her. Don't know her. <laughs> but but <laughs> this is the stuff that they can. Now me, on the other hand, I'm releasing my new book that's gonna be released. <laughs> it's titled God's Calling. So look for that. Uh, it'll be. It'll. It'll inspire you to want to change how you do some things. That's the that's the objective. It's to inspire you to want to change how you do things in life. And it's poetry, of course, because it's written by Cotton. So, again, we're winding down. Owen One has a new book coming out. Cotton will have a book coming out before the end of the year, and GPA will have a book coming out before the end of the year. I will be in Milwaukee tomorrow. If you get a chance, 
tomorrow and you're in the Chicago area, make sure you get out to the Poetry Concert of the Year. It's called Stand Up 2015, um, and your host and your CEO of POET, Black Eyes, will be hosting this special event, as he does, I believe, every year. He's featuring lovely lyricist. He's featuring World Warrior. He's featuring Brother O and the Endure and a few others. So there's quite a few. So make sure if you're in the Chicago area, come out. I've posted the flyer on my wall. So if you, if, if, even if you were not in the area, you know somebody that's in the area, let them know that this is the the poetry concert current concert of the year. It's called Stand Up 2015. So, and if you're if you're not sure how to get tickets or anything, you can reach out to myself and I can connect you with Black Ice, or you can just find Black Ice. He's everywhere. Uh, that's the thing him and GPA have in common. They're everywhere. <laughs> so, this is Cotton, the softest voice in poetry, and OM1, and we are signing out for the night. Catch us next month. Last Friday of the month, I will be posting it. On one, did you have any last words? Uh, yes, I do. I want to say, hey, thank you to all the supporters. You know, we have to support our, our artists every day, every chance we get, for as many minutes as we can stand in a day. So we need that, all the support possible. And hopefully one day I'll be the cultivating seed of a radio station myself. So, you know, let's all support all our radio stations that are Internet-based, for poetry and live conversation. And I'm on one, baby. And we are out. Conversations with Cotton. See you next time. Peace.